And welcome, my friends, today on the Rise to the Top, Michael Stelzner from Social Media Examiner. He is in the house to catch up and uh, let us in on some secrets as to what he's been up to in regards to monetizing Social Media Examiner. Big reason to tune in today. I want to give you the big reason right here, okay? So, Michael Stelzner, I've had on the show, this is his third time. He took Social Media Examiner from zero to one million in revenue in less than one year. And now in, in, in this uh, conversation, he reveals where they're at now, which let me tell you is much more than one million. So how does he do it? Well, he does it through throwing online live events, online live events. So today, he reveals all his dirty secrets, you know, uh, uh, dirty little secrets of, of, of why he does online events and how he goes about them and how you can do the same. And it's going to get the wheels turning coming up right now on the rise to the top. And uh, two quick little messages before we get started. So first and foremost, I, I, I don't know. Every week, it seems, I come up with a, a new way to utilize GoToMeeting by our good friend Citrix Online. So I got to tell you about this one. Uh, you know, Now that you can see people because of HD faces, you just turn on your webcam, you can see people in the meeting. You know, I recently bought some consulting from actually uh, Cliff Ravenscraft, who does podcast consulting and things like that. We were working on a few technical things and a few things uh, going on. And the way that he teaches is on GoToMeeting. So a coaching session or consulting session, I just go on, I can see his screen. I can see him. It just makes it for a really cool session. So if you do coaching or consulting or anything like that, highly recommend this is an incredible platform to do it online. So if you want to check it out, head over to gotomeeting.com, click the try it free button and the promo code rise for 45 days free on me. And also a reminder, if you haven't already, jump on the Rise VIP email list absolutely free at therisetop.com slash VIP because not only are you going to get the shows, which I put out once a week, but you're also going to get blog posts and other commentary and things like that to really help you build your business. Take that expertise and passion, turn it into a business. That's what it's all about here and uh, going along that journey with you. So check that out. It's therisetop.com slash VIP. All right, well, let's get into it. This is the Rise to the Top, the uncensored, uncut, unconventional show for badass entrepreneurs like you. I'm David Seitman Garland. And, you know, someone asked me the other day, they said, David, you have the word badass, right? Does that mean tough? Like, what? what's a badass entrepreneur? Well, let me tell you, the Rise to the Top, you know, what it really is, is it's a show that which you're listening or watching right now. It's a blog and it's a resource all for helping you turn your passion into a badass online lifestyle business uh, and, and go along that journey with you. So it's really about taking your expertise and turning it into a business and continuing along that journey. That's, that's what it's all about here. You know, this isn't necessarily about big tech entrepreneurship or other forms of entrepreneurship. This is about taking your expertise, turning it into a business. And I know that's what a lot of you have done. And you know what? Some of you are getting, getting started on that too, and that's fine as well. But a lot of us, it's a journey, and that's what the Rise to the Top is all about. So let's get into this uh, today. I'm not going to waste any more time here in the introduction. Michael Stelzner, Social Media Examiner. We're going to talk about doing live online events and how do you get people to come on your live online events and how do you make money and, and what are some of the tricks for promoting all this juicy goodness coming up right now. Enjoy it. And uh, joined today by San Diego Chargers fan, it looks like. Look at this shirt. The San Diego Chargers representing here in the offseason. Michael Stelzner, social media examiner, third time on the show. Michael, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Third time's a charm. Let's, 
Let's talk, brother. The hat trick. You know, I was just actually, you know, like about 15 minutes before we started recording, I went back and looked at our first convo that we did. It was uh, like almost 160-something episodes ago, right? And we focused – the title of that one was – um, how the online magazine Social Media Examiner went from zero to over one million in revenue in less than one year. Now, in that, I was twice the size, I think. My face took up, I think, most of the screen. But now that I'm, I've gotten smaller, I'm assuming that Social Media Examiner's gotten bigger uh, since yeah. then. So what, tell us, like, let's, first of all, let's update. A couple fun facts. At that point, um, you guys were doing about a million in revenue. Uh, how, how is how's revenue these days? Uh, well, let's just say we're a multi-million dollar company now. Wow. And... Um, Last year, um, we did $2.3 million. This year, we're going to hopefully far exceed that. We're, we're on projections to far exceed that. Um, 600,000 people a month read Social Media Examiner, David. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, that is crazy. 6,000 people that get our email in their inbox six days a week. And, and here's an interesting number. Just to show people the, the growth here was last time we talked – you had 37,000 email subscribers, okay? And, 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 that, and that was, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, when, when, when was that first conversation? It had to be about a year and a half ago, maybe two years? Well, we're only two years and like six months old, so I would imagine. It was like a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, and so, you, so somehow it's gone from 37,000 email subscribers to 156,000 email subscribers. Um, revenue's way up. And one of the key things that you talked about last time, and I just want to see if, kind of, if anything's changed or whatever, your number one revenue generator that you had uh, was online events. So, so you, is that, is that, is that, and, and what's the schedule of online events now for you guys? Like, do you do a certain amount or? You know. yeah, we typically do um, three virtual summits a year. Um, last year, for example, we did a blogging summit in the spring, social media success summit in the summer, and then a Facebook success summit in the fall, and then we did a small biz summit um, in the spring of this year. Mm -hmm. and, and so, okay, so, so you're still doing the online events, yes. um, and the price points for the online events are, are kind of where? Um, well, they, they started around 297 and go to 597 depending on when the, you know, it, it's kind of like the early bird deal. Right. You know I mean? As you get a little closer, the price goes up. Very cool. Okay, so those are my like hard hitting early questions here. But uh, here's what I want to. There's a lot of people out there uh, that listen to the rise to the top that are mediapreneurs. You know, they're creating content of some kind. Maybe it's a blog. Maybe it's a show. Maybe it's cartoons. Maybe it's naked photos. I don't know what it is. It might be naked photos. Um, if so, send them to Michael. Uh, uh, no, okay. So, so, but a, a lot of people, one of the biggest two struggles that people have are building an audience and right. community over time and monetizing. You know, and obviously this is two things that you have just dominated with big time. I want to talk a little bit of monetizing. Why? There's many different ways you could go about it, right? There's a lot of different ways to monetize. Oh, yeah. Why do you like kind of the online event model? Because I, th I want to talk about that kind of today because I think that would be a really cool subject for people to learn about. Why, do you, why, though, does that work for you? Well, if you think about it, events in general work for lots of organizations. Um, I don't know. I'm a Mac user. I don't know if you are, David. Oh, psh, yes, absolutely. Mac World magazine, just out of curiosity. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mac World is like the big magazine in their world, and they have their conferences, which is where they make their big money, their Mac World convention or their conference. 
they do it in a physical venue, we do it in a virtual venue. So um, Comdex, a lot of these events are really, really big money because um, you know the publications really are, are, are a, a potentially a revenue generator for, for these traditional magazines. But the events are where they make their huge money because of sponsorships, because of expo hall stuff, because of just all the crazy stuff and thousands of people that come to these events. So events have always been appealing to consumers and business professionals. Um, I go to a couple big events. I just got back from Blog World in New York. Um, why do I go there? Because I want to meet people, I want to network with people, and I want to learn. Mm -hmm. So um, I knew there was a business model there, and I think that educational content is still a huge business model that I think a lot of um, you call mediapreneurs can definitely apply to their business and I wouldn't be surprised David if a lot of the people you've interviewed use educational content as one of the primary sources of revenue yeah absolutely I would say I would say it is one of the top if not the top um, right. and, and when you say educational, that could be anything. That could be an ebook. That could be a course. That could be um, all kinds of different things. Like I have a course. You know, a lot of people have a different things. But I'm curious because this is such a specific subset. Because you know, people like when you're looking at the monetization spectrum, right? You're like, okay, you got advertising over here. You've got, um, you know, subscriptions or something over here. And then you have, yeah, what you just mentioned, which is content, right? So premium educational content. And then there's many, many ways you can package that up. You can make it into a, a course. It could be a live course or not live course. You could turn it into, uh, you know, uh, uh, any, a big book or a video series. There's a lot of different things you could do with it. You choose to do an event. Um, and, and did you decide... Um, was it was it more of a case of saying, okay, events work in the offline world, let's bring them online, or was it a case of like, I know educational content works, and we want to specifically do events, or was it kind of a mix of that? Let me give you the backstory because yeah. I think it's an interesting educational case example for a lot of business folks out there. Back in the day, I was the white paper guy, mm -hmm. and um, I was selling my services as a writer, but I was also selling courses. And I was selling teleseminars. So every month I would have a teleseminar that people would buy and they would come to, this is kind of early days, you know, before membership sites ever came around. And, you know, I started noticing that uh, maybe I get 100 people that would buy a ticket to these teleseminars that I would do. Then I decided, well, what if I did something called like an annual pass? What mm -hmm. if I gave them a uh, single pass that would get them to all of our stuff over the period of a year? It was still me teaching it, usually me interviewing someone. And, you know, it worked, but then I got this crazy idea. What if I could take and bundle it all together and bring different people into the mix and create something that was live and create something that was um, not just me, but lots of other people like me coming together? Mm. Would that create the kind of buzz, momentum, momentum, um, uh, yeah, moment, whatever the right word is, I'm forgetting the word. Momentum, you had, yeah, momentum. momentum. Would it create the momentum and the buzz and the and the and the fun aspect of it in such a way that we could blow it through the roof? And I tried this back in 2007 or 2006 um, with Copywriting World, and I called it Copywriting Success Summit. I sold 381 tickets, which for me was like a blowout. Yeah, that's that's how much. Do you remember how much they were? They were like um, 297. Wow, I mean that's to, to that's three, to five to five hundred dollars. And um, I Big money. all my colleagues, my peers in the world of copywriting, and we all presented for one hour spread over a period of time. And it was like a 
virtual conference and it went crazy. People remember uh, that one virtual game where you would go second life. People, okay. Yeah. This one guy had a second life Island and had a party <laughs> on the second life Island. I mean, it's just crazy how all these people who were dispersed all over the world were, it were connected. And I, I found that they wanted, people wanted to learn in group environments, but they mm -hmm. also wanted to like network. So I knew I was onto something and I proceeded to go on to have one on white papers and then one on social media. And the one on social media was the biggest ever. And that's, that's why I decided to start social media examiner to be very honest with you. Wait, so, oh, oh, this is interesting because that's another debate that I see all the time with monetization, right? Is when you start thinking about it, right? Uh, let me tell you, like, for example, for me, what happened was every, I, I started with sponsorships, the rise to the top, Started as a sponsorship show. We still have sponsorships. Citrix and great people. That that was how it started. However, and that leveraged from a TV program. So it wasn't like they came out of nowhere. It was there's a whole other story there. I won't tell it right now. Um, but that being said, people always said to me, you know, David, you should eventually do a product. 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 And, I, and that happened over and over again. And that's when I eventually got to the point of doing create awesome interviews, which is my big interview course, you know, that, that's been out and done well. Now that being said, up on my wall, which you cannot see, but it is behind here, you guys are gonna have to trust me on, I'll take a photo or something and put it below. Um, I have the original plan for the rise to the top up there. And I had different monetization streams that I thought would work out over time. This I wrote this in 2008. Um, and it's interesting how that happens. Some people go in with a very direct plan like you do. Some have kind of a constellation. Some have none at all. And they're like, we'll figure it out later. A little dangerous, but I've seen it. So right. you're telling me, though, long story short, that you said, I already know what the model's going to be. Yes. I already know what the model's going to be. Absolutely. So, so you, yeah, fact, tell us about that. That's, by the way, I say to anybody who's getting into blogging or getting into doing any kind of content, whether it be video or podcasting, if you don't have a strategy from the get-go, then what's going to happen is you, you're going to kind of maybe go in circles yeah. and eventually spiral down until <laughs> it just kind of dies away. And we've seen this happen with a lot of our friends, haven't we? Yeah, I, I, and it's sad because I, I know – because I love this industry so much and I know that, that it's tough and that's one of the biggest things, yeah, exactly that I see is people say – you know, I say, oh, well, tell me how you get – well, well, you know, we'll have an ebook one day or we'll have something that will do some things and I'm like, yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean I just think that – so for you though, you said, okay – that it was sort of a reverse engineering approach. Do you do you recommend that for people? So let's say I'm sitting there and I I'm into uh, guys. It's a horrible example. I'm just looking for things in my area. Uh, iPhone. Okay, terrible example. But let's just say I'm thinking. You know what? The I, iPhone I, guru. I want to. Yeah, I want to rock out with the iPhone. I want to do an iPhone blog uh, or or podcast or web show or whatever uh, it may be. Apps. Yeah, or something like that. You. Are you saying that that person really needs to sit down and discuss and, and, and really come up with a strategy beforehand of how they're going to go about it? Well, they should. Um, but there's so many people watching right now that have already started. Right. It's not too late to add a strategy onto what you're doing. But for those who are just getting started, absolutely, you got to have some sort of strategy in place. I didn't really have a big strategy. When I started Social Media Examiner, it was very simple. It was we were going to have lots of different people contribute content. And some of those people would end up speaking at some of our events, and our events would fund it all. I mean, that was always the plan. Mm -hmm. We were going to have three events a year that would fund it all, and the hope was that um, our subscriber base, which was going to keep growing, 
would allow us to become independent so that in the beginning, yes, we were reliant on affiliates, but eventually we would be completely independent. That was the plan. It was that simple. All right, very cool. So now let's get into the crux of this. I think this is going to be fun to do is let's assume, because like you said, yes, that our community, most people have something going. Right. Most people have something going, and they're, and they're right. rocking with it, or they're semi-rocking with it, or they're going to rock with it, one or the other, but they have something going. Let's say someone's sitting there and says, God, Michael, you're right on. I've got a dog community. They're awesome. They love dogs. They want to train dogs or something. I don't know, whatever it is. Make it up. We can make up whatever example we want to, and I'm going to do an online event. Yes. This is awesome. I, I get it. I understand it. First and foremost, what advice would you give to those people in terms of getting started? And then maybe we could talk about some pitfalls and some other things as well. What would be to someone and says, you know what, I want to do this. Holy crap, what do I do? <laughs> One of the first things I did is I said, I said, who in my space has a monetizable audience? Okay, so what does That's that mean? That's the question to ask. Who in my space, you ask this question, who in my space has an access that they – has an audience that they've already monetized, meaning that they've already got an audience of people that pay for something they have to They've offer. got buyers. Mari Smith was that person for me, okay? Hmm. I developed a very, very strong, to this day, I was just on the phone with her earlier, relationship with Mari Smith from the get-go. I was interviewing Mari Smith. She was the host of my social media examiner TV show. I made sure that, it oh, yeah, I, remember that. I gave her everything that she needed. And... Um, and then I started identifying all sorts of other individuals. And um, people that have monetizable audiences are people that you want to partner with. You understand where I'm going with this, David? Oh, absolutely. You want people to speak at your events because these are the people that will potentially bring customers who will buy something that you have to offer. Okay. So that's the most important first question. So let me say on this, let's just say uh, Mr. Dog Guy knows that Bob Jones, master online dog trainer – Okay, is the critical person. This guy is the man. He's he's been training schnauzers since '86 or whatever. Bottom line is he's got an audience of couple several thousand people that follow him for his daily training tricks, and they buy and they buy and they buy his online course on schnauzer training. All right, they buy. That's the critical thing. We don't know, but 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 our our friendly dog blogger here uh, doesn't know. Bob, Bob personally, okay, but it wants to know him and he wants to participate in this. How would you go about that um, to, to start forming that relationship? I would follow the David Seitman Garland model. I would reach out to <laughs> your friends like you did to get to me. I think it was Ed Gandia or somebody that, that recommended, yeah. yep. hey, David's a really cool rising star. You really ought to do an interview with him. And then you would do an interview with that person. And it could be over video, it could be over the phone, it could be over email, and you would showcase the knowledge of that person to your dog audience. That person will be like, wow, look at this great audience that this person has. So you give a gift to that person by giving them what they want, which is usually exposure. Right. I mean, I, I've noticed that being the number one thing that I've always done, right? And it wasn't really necessary even by amazing strategy. It was more like I wanted to do interviews, and then later on I was like, whole, it was reversed. It was like... I see what's happening here because yep. then you have context of a relationship, right? When I reach yep. out to you, the first thing was, you know, we did an interview and then you actually asked me to be on one of your summits, uh, believe it or not. So it was the other way around kind of too. And right. I said, sure. You know what I mean? I didn't, you know, there was no charge or anything like that. There was, you start to have, 
so you, so so the first tip here though the bottom line though if you're going to do build an online event yeah. you need to build the relationships with people that have an audience that already buys uh so what what else what else are some of the keys to, to putting on an online event well really um when i interviewed um uh mark burnett who is mm. the guy for the tv show survivor yep um, one of the things that he t I asked him, how do you decide who's going to be on Survivor? And he said, it's like a casting call. And that really triggered in my brain. They tried to pick the best select cast that's going to complement each other to create a show. So when you do an event, you want to think about it like you're doing a casting call for a reality TV show or for a regular TV show. You want a cast of characters that are unique from each other, but also are very, very interesting when they're all kind of brought together. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what we do. We study, for example, you know, when we do Facebook Success Summit, we say, all right, who are all the people that wrote books on Facebook? Um, that's a kind of a no-brainer. If they wrote a book, that it, it, it doesn't guarantee, but it presumes that they have some knowledge. Yeah, an expertise of some kind, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure you do that when you're trying to identify some of your guests too. So just start with, you know, like who would be the ideal cast? Reach out to some people that maybe um, are your peers because everybody knows different people and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this event. Who do you think I should have to speak? Oh, you got you to gotta consider X, Y, and Z person. Mm -hmm. Talk to enough people, you'll start to get a consideration list together. And then you basically start the process of calling them up and asking them whether or not they'd be willing to be part of this thing that you're putting on. And, and you put on several of these, and I'm sure uh, more than several, more than several. Um, what are some of those... If you were to talk to like young Michael and you're like, all right, man, you're going to do these events. Don't F up this part. Like you're going to do it. You F'd it up. These are some of the pitfalls or some of the mistakes that maybe, you know, so what I call rookie mistakes, right? Like that everyone makes. What are some that we could accelerate people's learning a little bit by saying, you know what? Don't do this. <laughs> do this instead or something like that, you know? Remember that when someone presents, and David, you've experienced this. You've given presentations before. Which events stand out for you and why what when i've when i've done pr presenting yeah um i've seen it's the events where they treat you like you're royalty oh right? absolutely yeah i mean when you're treated like yeah absolutely where where it's it, yeah you couldn't the have said it better in a virtual event generally are not compensated okay because it's just like what we're doing right now it's just like an hour out of their time right um so but they want to feel special you treat them by royal like royalty by showcasing their name and all your promotions by um, making sure that you have someone from your organization who's gentle and not demanding, where's your slide deck, you know, instead, hey, can we help you? Is there anything we can do to support you? Um, we're getting really excited about this. Having that kind of servant mentality and just really treating them like, we're so excited that you're part of this, will get them excited. And um, the promotion side of it is another thing, you know, making sure that these people get promoted. When we do events, um, we have expert Fridays on our Facebook wall, and we often invite invite some of the speakers to come on our wall. Yeah, I did one of those once. It was fun. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's kind of yeah. neat. You know? um, or sometimes we'll write up a blog post and we'll ask them for a tip, and then you know that's like PR for these people. So we kind of lift them up and promote them. It's really all about making sure that they feel like this was an incredible experience that they were part of, so that maybe um, they'll want to come back, or maybe they'll decide to become an affiliate. 
you know, and promote the event for you. Yeah, and I think that's kind of leads into the next question is that, you know, and that makes 100% sense, by the way, because the more you can promote your speakers and then the more, you know, again, you're building that relationship. You're, you, right. Because people do this for free. No, no one pays people to do this stuff. This is, this right. is done for, for free. Um, so, okay, pr let's talk a little bit of promotion. We're going to assume for the sake of discussion that someone isn't starting from pure scratch. So what I mean by that is that they have zero people. No one, they're not starting from scratch. They've got a bit of an audience, a bit of a community going on here. Um, what have you noticed has been critical uh, for promotion of these events? Well, first of all, it isn't just you send out one email and everybody buys tickets and it's done. It's a very complicated process. And you probably witnessed it um, from, and I'm sure people watching that may have been, or right, read Social Media Examiner, see it. Um, it's it, the secret sauce to um, getting people to buy anything is to make sure that you are letting them know about it at multiple touch points over a period of time. So, um, yeah, so what do you mean by that? Yeah, we usually start. It's a 60 day cycle usually for us. We'll start with the big announcement and then some of our content on our blog will be designed to be kind of if we're doing a, a blogging summit, we're going to have a lot more content. on Right. Blogging. Right. No brainer. Blogging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to make sure that some of those people are, like I said, speaking on our Facebook wall. Um, we're going to be um, creating special content. Um, we've even. Gosh, we've even, um, for example, with the folks at Blog World, we one year we had a bunch of people speaking at Social Media Success Summit, and the folks at Blog World were at South by Southwest broadcasting live, and they said, hey, we want to help you. Um, can, can you help us find some speakers? And I said, how about this? I'll go to all the speakers that are speaking at Social Media Success Summit, and um, I'll encourage them to come to your booth at South by Southwest and do an interview with you. They loved it. It was like, wow, look at this PR engine behind the scenes. Right. Mutual beneficial thing. South by Southwest, these guys were talking about our event. They got the expert interview. There's so many different ways these dynamics can kind of slide together. Mm -hmm. But I'll give you a couple of quick little secrets. Um, deadlines are essential. Okay. You got So price increase or, or you know, you're going to miss out type things? You have to do it. Exactly. For example, um, when you have an event, it's tiered pricing works beautifully. And having a deadline that the, the I, I like to start off with 50% off pricing because I think mentally in people's minds that's a bargain. Mm -hmm. So no matter what your price point is, um, and, and I actually increased my price point knowing that 90% of my ticket sales are sold at 50% off. Okay. So the idea is to have that deadline where that 50% off ticket price is ending, um, which creates that hard stop that people have to make a decision on. But a few more tips. We have a contest that starts a week before that deadline and ends a day after that deadline. So what we do is we say win three tickets to Social Media Success Summit. And here, how do you win? We'll randomly pick someone who tweets uh, this thing that, that points back to the I want free tickets to Social Media Success Summit post. Or we'll pick someone who writes what's my biggest social media challenge in our, in our blog comment thing. We get thousands of people that, that uh, tweet and hundreds of people that write comments saying I really want to come to your event. But we don't announce the winner until the day after the ticket price goes up. And what mm. we do is we tell people, look, if you're concerned, <laughs> buy the ticket, ticket at the 50% we'll off or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man, that's quick. epic. That's it. So, so that's a couple of good stuff. I mean, so, and, and the other key, you know, and obviously you get, 
people promoting it, affiliates. We're going to have an affiliate for one of your events coming up. Um, and that, that obviously has to be part, part of it too. But early on, was that more difficult early on and then, and then kind of later as you start to grab steam, it's easier for affiliates? Or how, how, have, you, how have you noticed about that? In the beginning, when you do a virtual event, you're really relying on your presenters who are affiliates. Right. And you usually want to give your presenters a bigger incentive. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. for example, our presenters get, you know, half. Right. So um, for our virtual events, and then the regular affiliates get a smaller amount, but it's right. still a good amount. So the idea here is those are really, when you're first starting out, you're going to be really reliant on those presenters. And really only a handful are going to actually come through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and in the end of the day, you know this, it's really only a few people that are your power sellers. So mm-hmm. you got to kind of figure out who those people are. And in the beginning, you know, you need to make realistic goals. You're probably not going to sell thousands of whatever it is you're selling. You might sell a few hundred. You know what I mean? Sure. But, sure. But yeah, you know, building a relationship with affiliates is, 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 is not really that hard depending on the size of your audience. I'll give you another cool tip. Twitter mm-hmm. has a cool little widget. And I can't remember what it's called, but if you Google Twitter widgets, you can put this widget up on your event page, and then you can have a hashtag. Hmm. You can ask all of your affiliates to use the hashtag. Mm-hmm. And you could also ask all of your attendees, once they buy a ticket, they log into a membership site, they click a button. I made a little video that says, hey, thanks so much for um, buying a ticket. Do me a favor, click the button that says, I'm attending. So what this does is this creates this Twitter stream, and then you put this widget on your site, and you title it Buzz About Our Event, and then there's this nonstop. Oh, very cool. Which is social proof to people. Like, look at all these people. And then during the live event, the hashtag is going wild, and people are still buying tickets. And it really serves powerful proof to people like, wow, look at all these people talking about this. Maybe I should study the sales page a little longer. Oh, very cool. And I want to I wanna, uh, talk about two little extra things with the event too because we kind of covered sort of the early basis and getting people in a little bit and we talked about some of the key promotions and then it all comes down to of course right execution um, and, and this looks like it's got a lot of moving parts it looks a little stressful to me when I'm looking at it there's a million different speakers you got the moderator you got the thing what would you say to people on and maybe they're not gonna go as big as what you do on the first one maybe they're just gonna have you know five speakers or something like that but but whatever it might be what would you say on the execution standpoint because i'm looking at it and i'm like a little stressed even kind of thinking about it you know well it is not easy to execute i i, I was looking over to my right because i thought i had my spreadsheet i've got it around oh here we go uh-oh i just want to show you the marketing plan oh wow and look at how many pages this is yeah this is just just our plan for every one of our events and we have like a spreadsheet with like 500 items on it so, um, but we do these big, you know what I mean? And we're probably one of the largest virtual events. You, you know, we sell thousands. So, um, your original question was, how do I? Well, just 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 tips on execution for people. And, and, and let's just assume, for the sake of argument, that they're at the same place where we talked about, where they're not going to have this huge staff like you have per se, um, yeah. and it's going to start on a smaller level. It's the first virtual event that they're going to do. Well. Um, the good news about an event is you sell the tickets before the event. Right. So you get all the money and then you create the content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the, the, key, the key steps on execution are, number one, managing all the different people. Because you're, when you have an event, you have 5, 10, 20, in our case, sometimes 30 different presenters. Right. So they got slides someone, and problems and everything. Yeah. You need someone, you need to think about all the deadlines and the training and making sure the tech works and all that stuff. So there's that side of things. Then there's the whole promotional side of things, and that takes about 60 days. So, like, we're planning now 
for something in October, and we just started today. So just to give you some perspective. Okay, so take some time, yeah. Take 45 days to, to plan it all out before you announce it and get all your people lined up and committed and the dates confirmed and, and then, you know, all your marketing stuff created. And then while the actual promotion is going on, you can begin, you know, uh, managing all the content creation from all the experts. And when the live event comes, you want to try to leverage as many social channels as you can, like LinkedIn is a cool tip. We use LinkedIn as a private kind of club. Okay. So everybody who buys tickets, we have a special networking group in LinkedIn that we invite them all to and they network with each other because they already are on LinkedIn. So one of the other tips is to leverage all the kind of stuff that's out there. There's so much stuff out there already. You can do this with private groups on Facebook too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, what if now? Let's say, as you said, one of the coolest things about online events is you get your your you get some money up, or you get your money up front. Honestly, you get your money up front because uh, you get all of it up front because people are paying for it. Um, where's the best points in terms of maybe some places to invest some of that money for people that are getting started with it? So, meaning like, is it worth it, you know, to go in and really kind of go get a moderator, make sure you have a behind the scenes tech person? Like, what what where where would be some some places to place that some of that money? Don't underestimate the complication of something like this. So I would invest it in labor for sure. I would mm -hmm. hire someone, if you can, to interface with all the presenters, check their PowerPoint decks, and just all that that whole process. You know what I mean? To kind of bring them from, yes, I'm going to do it, to the point where they actually show up live. So um, it'd be wise to do that. Definitely, if you can, hire an event management company. We use eventbuilder.com. Okay, I'll link and them up. what's cool about these guys is eventbuilder.com handles the day-to-day -day technical operations. So, for example, we use WebEx, but in the past we've used other platforms. So they provide the platform, they provide the telephony so people can dial in and talk live, they provide the operators who hmm. do the introductory things and bring people live on the call. Um, it, can be, it can get a little pricey, but um, you know, you can do it yourself with like GoToWebinar. Right, right. Um, but you know, even go to webinar, you could partner with companies that can handle some of these things. But um, definitely, definitely, it's high profit. So invest in help because you will find yourself getting to a point where either you don't have any time to promote, <laughs> or you don't have any time to create the content. And either one of those challenges is going to be a nightmare scenario for you. Right. Right. Uh, no. I mean, it makes sense to me. Now, last question, kind of on this. Um, then the event's over, right? We're, we're done. Um, but you are always thinking a hundred steps ahead, of course, about what's going next. Do you have any tips on following up or, or, or do you have a, something where it's like, okay, you guys love this event. Our next one's coming soon. Like, how do you do it? Cause you know, the, the old saying, I don't know how old it is, but the saying is, the saying is, you know, the, the best customers, right. Are the, are usually the ones that just purchase something and then, uh, are, are, you know, now, now a, a customer. So, you know, we announce. Literally, the, <laughs> literally the last day of every event, we announce something new. Yeah, always, it, it, and, and it just happened to be that way. But now it's actually strategic, um, and we offer people that purchased before special discounts that no one else can get. Okay, so you get the early, early, early special already you bought guy. Five hundred tickets before the event even goes live by offering uh, a special, super deep discount to people that are already previously purchased. And um, 
that money covers almost all of our expenses, to be honest with you. Ah, very cool. Okay, so final question on this, and then I want to talk about your upcoming event as well. We're going to link that up and all those kind of things. But what was what was the – I said the last one was the final. I was lying. Um, what What is what, – what, so again, we have this person that's sitting here listening, watching this, and they're, and they're all fired up. And they're like, you know what? I can't what? believe you're getting all this from my mind. I'm giving away all my secrets to you, David. All the secrets, Michael. That's the only reason we have you on is to give away all the secrets. <laughs> so, um, you know, someone's sitting there. They're all fired up. They've got all these things buzzing in their head. They, they have their community. They want to do their dog event or whatever the event is. What, what would be your kind of final words of wisdom or advice to those people that are like, I'm ready to go. I want to make it successful. Just plan. I mean, I hate to say it, but I'm a methodical planner. Um, people that are successful are successful because they plan. And it's rare that they're successful by accident. Even if you're, you've been successful by accident, to be more successful, you must plan. So my closing word would be to think about this like a year out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like say, all right, I'm going to do an event six months out or a year out. Um, and then I'm, it's going to take me 45 days to figure out what the heck I'm doing and build all these, maybe even 60 or 90 days to build all the relationships with people so that I can have this event. If you, if you think that far out, then all of a sudden you have new purpose in all that you do. The people you choose to have on your show, the people you choose to interview on your blog, all that kind of stuff now kind of ties together and helps service what you're ultimately trying to accomplish. Now, of course, I have an idea for an event now, too, that just like popped in during this, which I just didn't. Now I have an idea. Uh, so now that we stole all Michael's secrets, we can go and execute all our own events. So, Michael, this is super interesting. As always, we always get the best. We always get the best. We pull it right out of you. Um, you have an upcoming event this July. Uh, it, it is called a Social Media Success Workshop Blogging Fundamentals for Business. So is this a little bit different than a summit? Uh, tell, tell us about what's going on with it and how it works, and then um, yeah, I'm going to have a, a link. Than a summit because it's really Mike Stelzner teaching um, blogging, um, and it's only me. So this is kind of – I noticed uh, that on the site. I was like, where's all the – I was like, it's Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's everywhere. This is, um, this is kind of like every summer I do something new. Last summer, I came out with my book launch. This summer, this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So it's kind of right. my summer experiment, to be honest with you, Cool. Uh, in, into something brand new. It's like a mini summit. So what we've been talking about all along, it, it's essentially what we've been talking about all along. It's me teaching five different sessions, um, 60 to 90 minutes in length, but it's systematic. So when you go to an event or a conference and you walk into a room and you hear presenters speak, it's lots of different presenters presenting their views, but there isn't necessarily any kind of like step-by-step Con yeah. thought of continuity process. between the speakers, right? So this is this is this is the antithesis to that because this is really one presenter, me presenting step-by-step -step how to build a blog from strategy all the way to execution and promotion, so that you can be really successful with blogging. All right, very cool. So it's all online, all delivered online, live. Right. Right, right. And, it, and it starts, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, July 10th? You know, um, somewhere I, around there. I'll, I'll have the dates somewhere. I want to say it's July 10th to 20th. You're right. Yep. July right. 10th to 20th, right? So right July, July 10th to 20th, um, it, it, you sign up online. It's, it's, it's virtual. Um, when, you, when you were creating this uh, content, did you have, you know, because our community, we have all kinds of different types of badass entrepreneurs, as I call them here at Rise Nation. Uh, 
was there someone specific you were kind of thinking in mind or groups of specific people that you're like, this is the perfect fit for them? Is it someone that doesn't yeah. have a blog yet? Are they having a struggling blog? Do they have know nothing about blogging? Are they decent? You know, here's who this is ideal for. This is ideal for somebody who has a business already and wants to figure out how to, how to inject a blog into it to take it somewhere new. Okay. So for example, um, and it could be someone who has a blog in that's not do a blog that's not doing so well. I mean, Social Media Examiner is not my first blog, um, so it's 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 for someone who either a is sold on the idea of blogging and isn't doesn't want to do blogging only to figure out how to make money later from it, but instead already has a business mm. and needs and wants to become a publisher and wants to grow their business by becoming a blog or you know becoming the publisher and getting rid of all the middleman and stopping giving money to Google and all these other Facebook and everything else. Um, that's really it's for, it's for, who it's for. Um, it, it's going to be a really, really deep dive into strategy and into essentially all the things that we did at Social Media Examiner to become the giant powerhouse that we, we are now. So if someone who's watching wants to become the Social Media Examiner of their niche, this is this is the event for you. All right, very cool. And our link uh, is going to be the rise to the top dot com slash backslash. Is that a backslash? I don't know, whatever it is. Backslash uh, blogging fun. So it's the rise to the top dot com slash blogging fun. That's my special affiliate. I think Michael will give me a uh, hundred Shetland ponies if you sign up. So uh, please, please do so. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to hold you to that. Um, and you know, I think. Uh, this is going to be a great fit for a lot of people. We've had a lot of people that have attended Social Media Examiner events in the past, and the reviews are always awesome because I know that you're the master of execution. So, uh, again, it's the risetop.com slash blogging fun. And let me know if you're in the show notes if you're in, and uh, I'm sure Michael wants to know as well. And uh, it sounds awesome, man. And you know those prices are going to go up just like we talked about. So hop in there when you can. Yeah, this is a lot cheaper than our typical event too. So it's a hundred ninety-seven dollars um, until uh, around the end of June. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, Michael, it's been awesome, my man. As always, uh, we we always appreciate you uh, dumping your knowledge out here for Rise Peeps, and uh, good luck with everything, my man. And we'll see we'll see you back maybe for the fourth interview at some point. All right, I'm looking forward to it. And that's a wrap, my friends. I hope you enjoyed it with Michael Stelzer. I'm going to get that link up. It's therisestuff.com slash blogging fun. If that does not work for some reason, actually, my web guy is uh, out of town. So hopefully your response, hopefully your response, if that doesn't go up for some reason, just go in the show notes on therisestuff.com. Click on this episode. You'll find a link over to the Blogging Fundamentals for Business uh, event coming up. It's going to be a good one. Uh, and that's it. And so I will see you next time. A couple final quick reminders. Go to me. Meeting. Gotta get it if you're if you're doing coaching or you're doing anything where you need to talk to people face to face on one on one or one on four or one on five anything like that and you want to see them and you want to show your screen and you want to do all that kind of stuff gotta get GoToMeeting head over to GoToMeeting click the try it free button enter the promo code rise you can get that a delicious a delicious delicious forty five days on Uncle David here so that's pretty cool too and I will see you again join the free rise VIP email list at therisetop.com slash VIP. You're going to hear about everything first. You're going to get blog posts, commentary, all of that kind of jazz. See you next time. Bye-bye.